Today's Hope FM Breakfast Show is brought to you by Chester Pierce Funeral Service. For individual support as unique as your loved one, visit chesterpierce.com. Well, I'm delighted to uh, welcome to the studio uh, Emily Emmons, the Partnership Manager uh, with CAN. Now, uh, rather than me explain to them what CAN is, Emma, over to you. Exactly what is it? Morning, Blair. So um, CAN is Community Action Network, and we're a local infrastructure charity that covers Bournemouth, Christchurch and Paul. So we support charities and voluntary organisations and um, community organisations that work within... Um, the um, community of Bournemouth, Christchurch and Paul. So actually there's never been... Sorry, all my, all my phones are going totally bananas here. <laughs> I shall just try and silence them, you know. Uh, so, um, so obviously this last year has been a tremendous challenge for you because you would have, you would have been pulling people together. Something like... I mean, I heard that 2,000 people had come forward to volunteer in one way or another but of course that takes a lot of coordination doesn't it? Yeah so um, one of the big things that CAN have been doing through the pandemic has been working in partnership with Bournemouth Christchurch and Paul Council to um, lead on the um, Together We Can partnership and um, we have been coordinating actually it was about 3,000 volunteers to support the elderly and the vulnerable across BCP Um, so uh, our volunteers have been helping with collecting uh, shopping and prescriptions and also just just kind of being a friendly face for those that have been isolated throughout throughout the pandemic and the lockdowns and of course people were I suppose they were going a bit stir crazy a lot of folk you know like we we were all going a bit stir crazy let's be honest about it but the the, you know the the ability to be able to use our skills to do something you know and uh, so did it all go pretty well I mean obviously we're not out of the woods yet no so it's 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 going really really well so we've still got um about a thousand volunteers that are kind of supporting um continually supporting their uh, vulnerable person so they're helping with um and a lot of them are just happy to just kind of go and see them and kind of provide a, a friendly face and someone to talk to really and um even when the lockdown's finished they continue doing that so what we're looking to kind of build on is um and we've actually had some money from the National Lottery to support yes, us I with that. Yes, I heard you got another 10,000, yes. which is wonderful. Yeah, it is great news. So um, what we're looking to do is kind of, even when we hopefully come out the other side of the pandemic, is to kind of build on those community volunteers and to kind of provide, provide support to vulnerable people even when we're not in a lockdown. So... Um, one of the a lot of the feedback we've had from people is to say that they have um, really enjoyed just being there to support people and be involved in their community in a, in um, a lot of ways that they haven't done before. So using the money that the National Lottery have provided us, we'd love to be able to kind of build on that and kind of support people to continue kind of engaging with their community in um, lots of different ways. Well, I mean, as you quite rightly said, I mean, volunteering has been there from the year long before, of course, local authorities did much of things. It was all done by volunteers and volunteer organizations and dare i say at a fraction of the cost yes <laughs> uh, yeah so actually um w- there's about seventy-one thousand people across bcp that volunteer um once a month and about one hundred and fifty thousand people across bcp that volunteer once a year and it actually comes to about one hundred and fifty-eight thousand pounds worth of kind of man hours of manpower so it's a really massive sector of the economy really and mm, as you said it, yeah. it's a it's a massive massive part Having worked in the voluntary sector all, all, all my life, I used to tell people, you know, because <clears throat> volunteers are very selfish. 
Of course, I was a bit naughty, really, because <laughs> what, I, what I really meant was that uh, so, selfish, but in a positive way, because actually so many people don't know what they want to do, you know, uh, and for a job and, uh, or even what they want to do with their time. But volunteering does give them a wonderful opportunity to sort of stick their toe in the water, try things out and actually learn new skills, you know, as as they go along or, and certainly maybe answer that question, well, I love to do this or I definitely don't want to do that. Definitely, definitely. So um, uh, the same here, I kind of got into the voluntary sector by volunteering myself with Citizens Advice. So um, if I hadn't been volunteering with Citizens Advice, I probably wouldn't have ended up doing what I'm doing today. And as you said, I absolutely love it. And you kind of, you get a bug and a passion for, for working with the community and kind of supporting um, those that are most in need, really. Now, presumably, if somebody comes along and they, they want to volunteer and they, they, they can contact CAN, what actually happens then? Do you, do you sort of interview them, you know, to, to try and find out the type of volunteering that they might be best suited to? Yep. So one of the um, important parts of CAN is to kind of support um, people to volunteer and also to support organisations in recruiting and training volunteers as well. So if someone was interested in volunteering, you can go to um, the CAN website. So www.can100.org and um, there's a volunteering hub page on there and it gives you an um, overview of all the volunteering opportunities are are available so that could mean that uh, volunteering opportunities with uh, local charity shops or citizens advice or um, or a range of different organizations that work across vcp and dorset and then also if you were interested in doing more of the hands-on engaging with the vulnerable during the pandemic and working with the together we can project um, we have got a a special page on there so uh, it's just a case of filling out a form and then our volunteer uh, lead will contact you to kind of find out um, a little bit more about you and kind of get you set up really so it's not it's very very easy and straightforward now, obviously, in the in the early days of, of lockdown, a lot of people were coming forward. I think over two thousand, you know, whatever. As things have have gone on and we've been sort of on and off in terms of work, have the level of volunteers coming forward has that been maintained or has it went a wee bit? Uh, nope. So we've still um, got the same amount of volunteers available. We've actually got more volunteers than people that need support at the moment. Um, but we're anticipating that with the with um, the potential for going into tier four there will be that that support will be needed once again um so we're just trying to gather as many people that are ready and willing to stand up to kind of get um get ready and sorted really well let's have some music and then we'll talk some more about a very exciting new initiative which which of course is going to be in terms of recognizing uh, some of the amazing work that has been done in the community i I thought maybe a good track to play uh, emma would be this one from bill withers lean on me perfect
Well, that's the amazing Bill Withers there. I couldn't think of a better track, actually, to, to play than uh, Lean On Me because uh, all you volunteers, you know, you are absolutely the salt of the earth and uh, uh, I, I can't express to you the uh, the pride I feel actually having worked in the volunteer organisation all, all my life but the pride really in, in the goodness in so many of you coming forward and giving so much of your time which of course has made a very very real difference uh, to lots of people. Emma Lee is, is, uh, certainly knows about that. She's the partnership manager with CAN, the Community Action Network who have been coordinating quite a lot of the volunteer activity in partnership with BCP Council and others, haven't you? Yes, we have. Yes. In fact, your job title is partnership manager. What what does that what does that entail? Um, so, um, can have got three um, core elements to their service. So, we empower the um, the community sector, we enable volunteering, and then we involve um, everyone within that. So, my role as partnerships manager is to head up the involved team, and um, I support and promote the membership um, service that we provide. So we provide a free membership to any voluntary organisations that work um, across BCP. Um, And we offer a number of free services such as training, support with governance, um, general kind of promotion and championing championing of the voluntary sector, really. So my role is really to get out there and kind of raise a profile of the work that the the great volunteers are doing and the organisations across BCP um, that are kind of supporting that work and the communities really. So you haven't been twiddling your thumbs then, probably <laughs> more, more busier than ever. Yeah, so it's, it is, as you were kind of just saying about the volunteers, the work that kind of happens across the conurbation is just phenomenal. Um, I've recently joined Community Action Network and um, kind of, I've I worked at Citizens Advice pri- previous to that and actually I, I knew of some of the bits and bobs, but only the stuff that kind of really directly involved kind of advice and guidance. But kind of joining CAN, it really just showed the vast array of organisations and community groups that are working um, to really support our communities and make sure that everyone is well supported and everything like that, really. And it's amazing. And of course, in these days of safeguarding, we've all, we've all got to be checked. But again, you help in that area as well, don't you? Yeah, so we can kind of support organisations to make sure the volunteers that they've they've got are um, DBS checked and kind of supported um, that we've got all the policies and procedures in place um, that an organisation needs and the governance is there. Now obviously there's so many organisations and individuals in those organisations who are doing tremendous work and I know that over the next year you're wanting to recognise that work and and also to to profile it. So the the new project is called Community Heroes. Tell us a wee bit about it. Whose idea was it and what's the the idea behind it? Yeah, so um, Community Heroes in the spotlight. So um, it was something when I joined the organisation, I really wanted to kind of um, promote and support organisations, particularly those really small community groups, uh, micro organisations as they're known, um, that kind of a lot of people don't realise the great work that they're doing so through the community heroes initiative what we're hoping to do is to kind of profile an organization each month um kind of hopefully run um some stories across um paper and kind of radio and tv to kind of really promote uh, a piece of work that they're doing or some funding that they might have received or the community that they're working within and to really kind of shout about what they're doing across our social media and with our partners and stakeholders so that people hear about 
that great work that's happening across the conurbation really so these are the unsung heroes yeah. uh, and you're quite right there's, there's so many voluntary organizations probably i was amazed because i get your directory that you produce each year of course all the voluntary organizations and the work they do is listed in there you know and it's really mind-blowing the extent of the of the work that is done by and particularly by small organizations yeah, so we 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 estimate that's about two and a half thousand community and voluntary groups that are operating across BCP. So that is um, ranging from the really big, large, diverse abilities, citizens' advice, or type organisations to kind of those really small micro that are run by maybe one or two volunteers that are um, working within the community and actually have no funding at all, and they're just kind of busy beavering away, kind of supporting their community. So. Um, yeah, it, there's there's just so many that we just need to make sure that people hear about, really. So how are you going to select? I mean, is it going to be one organisation a month? Yeah, so we're going to be doing one organisation a month and it will be a member of um, Community Action Network. Um, and we will be just kind of um, just we hear about all the work that a lot of our members do anyway so we'll just be kind of getting them to kind of send us stories information about what they're doing and we'll just kind of um pick some exciting ones out really i thought you heard that i needed help to fill in my programs you know and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so i'm certainly hope fm will be delighted to partner Perfect. with you and profile the work of some of those organizations that, that that you work with but of course you've already got stories that no doubt you can tell emma of organizations that you've already been able uh to help i'm putting you on the spot with this one of course yeah. you know but uh, but a bit but i mean little things can make a big difference can't it yeah so we've got um some really lovely lovely stories particularly that have kind of been taking place during the pandemic so um one of my favorite ones at the moment is an organization called truth be told so they've been working really closely with um preschool children and um, older people in care homes and um, previous to the pandemic they were going into the care homes to um, read stories and kind of just be involved with them but um, obviously with pan- with the lockdown that was had to stop so what they did and kind of evolved into kind of doing sing songs and um, nursery rhymes and reading stories outside the windows of the care home so that they still had that interaction and people um, weren't left to be lonely really and then actually over Christmas they did um, some some carol concerts and also a nativity online which meant that um the care homes and um people in isolation could still get to see that the nativities um that the young children had put on as well and i suppose that also signifies the fact that although we've had this terrible thing called covid19 that it hasn't stopped the work going on in fact if anything it, it, it's it's enabled people to think of inventive ways hasn't it like like the organization you just talked about yeah so i think definitely we've um we actually did a survey towards the end of the first lockdown with a number of um organizations that we've been working with to find out kind of the impact of covid and a lot of them kind of said that actually it's just their their work has just become even more important and they've just had to think of more innovative ways of kind of engaging with their communities and kind of use technology where they could or kind of get boots on the ground and kind of get out there and kind of um support in lots of different ways really 
I suppose you're going to have a bit of a headache, really, because in order to select even one organisation each month, it's going to be a difficult choice, isn't it? Yeah, it, yeah, very, really, really, really difficult. There is just so much phenomenal work going on. Um, but we do use our social media and our website to kind of promote just general stories all the time anyway. So um, if any organisations want to kind of become a member and to kind of help us kind of support um, and champion the work that they're doing, um, please take a look at our website. Well, I can say that Hope FM have signed up and uh, and I, I can certainly speak very highly when I was director of the YMCA and now, of course, uh, running uh, Hope, Hope FM with some of the guys here that, that the work that you guys do is invaluable uh, really in, in giving all sorts of support and indeed uh, you know encouragement what, what has been a difficult time. But of course, even if there wasn't a difficult time, running organisations is quite challenging. I suppose have you have you heard much about the difficulties that organisations have been, particularly in terms of raising their funds and so on? It's it's been quite a tough time for them, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. So um, through that conversational survey that we took that took place um, at the end of the first lockdown, there were some organisations that were saying that their imp- uh, their income has been impacted um, greatly. They haven't been able to kind of get out and kind of rattle their tins and kind of promote their services and the organisation as they would normal in normal times. Um, so that's obviously impacted quite a lot and then also they've had to utilize a furlough scheme to kind of um just to help keep them afloat so they've kind of had to put the organization on hold almost just while they kind of uh, work out how um it's going to move forward really with the changing times and how they can kind of continue to support their communities well emma thank you so much for joining me and we look forward to you uh, because you'll be coming on the radio won't of you? course yes it's a pleasure so we're seeing a lot of you in t- <laughs> 2021 and uh, we'll wish you every success and of course if you want to know more about about volunteering and support and all of that then do check out the website www.can100.org uh, uk and uh, and and Emma will be there as as well of course you you've got a, a small team haven't you yes very small small but small but perfectly formed as we like to say well <laughs> i couldn't put it in a better way myself this is hope fm